Hi, welcome to another episode of ServiceNow Tech Bytes, the podcast that helps you use the product better and more efficiently. Today, we are going to be talking to Heath Ramsey, the Director of Customer Success for our Analytics and Reporting Business Unit. Heath is here to talk about the new features in reporting in our Helsinki release, including revamped homepages, the responsive canvas, new visualizations including the map widget, and the real-time record watcher widget. Heath is also going to give us a little summary of what he talked about with customers at our K16 conference. I'm your host, Suzanne Smith. I am pleased to have a return guest here today, Heath Ramsey. Hi, Heath. Hi, Suzanne. Heath Ramsey is our Director of Customer Success for Analytics and Reporting. He is the man who is the face of reporting and performance <laughs> analytics. I'm making him laugh. Um, he was with us for two episodes of the podcast a little earlier in March. That's right. Uh, they were very popular podcasts, both the one on reporting and performance analytics. Since then, we have done our Helsinki release of the product. There are exciting new features in Helsinki, and Heath is here today to specifically talk about the new features in Helsinki for reporting, correct? Yes, that's right. And I'm so happy to be back. It's a pleasure to spend the time with you. Thank you. And he is also fresh from the Knowledge 16 conference last week. Wow. 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 That's all that I can say about it. Wow. <laughs> so the last time we talked, you were kind of telling us a little bit about what was going to happen at the conference. Yes. And maybe at the end of our little talk here, you can, you know, you're going to talk about the new features, but we can also talk a little yep. bit about your experience at the conference and what people were asking about and what Absolutely. they were excited about. Absolutely. So yes. There are new features in reporting in Helsinki. Do you want to, for anyone who hasn't listened to the earlier podcasts, can you give them a little intro to reporting again, please? Sure. And a little differentiation between what is reporting versus what is performance analytics before we talk about new features. You know, I'm, I'm glad that you bring that up again because it's one of the fundamental questions that I usually get asked. And actually, it was some the it was the topic of a table talk at K16 oh. as well. It was what is reporting versus performance analytics, Good. and which one do you use and when? Uh, reporting is part of the central ServiceNow platform. It is your opportunity to build information about the state of your processes. So, for example, with incident management, it is how many incidents do I have open, how many incidents by category, how many incidents by priority. It could be change, it could be problem, but it's it's really helping you understand the current state of your process. Performance analytics is more about process performance over time. And what that means is that you have key leading and lagging indicators that help you you know, drive outcomes in your business. So if the reporting engine gives you the number of open incidents today, performance analytics will help you understand what was the number of open incidents today versus yesterday versus last week versus last month, and you can see how you're doing over time, and you can overlay leading indicators on top of that to, to drive the business outcomes. They're not mutually exclusive, and in fact, organizations that use both of them in a complementary fashion, which is how they're designed, are really going to see a lot of benefit because they're going to be able to align 
all of the stakeholders in their process. So their process owner, their executive, and their workers are all using this information both through the reporting engine and performance analytics to drive the business outcomes for their organization. And so you can have each of them, reporting and performance analytics, do what they're best at. Exactly. And they coordinate efforts between the two for your needs. A- absolutely. And you can also bring reporting and performance analytics together in the same dashboard, as we'll talk a little bit about in this podcast. Fantastic. So new things in Helsinki. The team has been very, very busy. Hard at work. Hard at work. (laughs) And I believe that some of these features, correct, did come from customer conversations. Oh, yes. The... we're, we're very customers act- are asking for this. Yeah, we're very active in soliciting customer feedback to make sure that we are providing the right features in our release. And um, with the release of Helsinki, it really has been about improving the usability and improving the data consumption it, through the reporting engine. And as we get to the individual features, you'll you'll really get that feel for making the data more accessible making it easier to present, and really allowing people to consume the information that they need to drive the business. Excellent. So so as we talk about these features, I'm thinking there'll be listeners out there nodding their heads going, that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. We're certainly hoping so. <laughs> yeah. So I think the first new feature you wanted to talk about was there are some revamped home pages and just more home pages, correct? Yes. Yes. So we within the business unit, we created an internal team and we call them the solutions team. For those of you who are very familiar with the ServiceNow platform and have been with us for a long time, you remember things like the ITIL dashboard and maybe there was an incident process, uh, sorry, homepage is the correct term. And that information had varying degrees of value and use. It was customizable. You guys did with it what you needed to do. Well, we realized that there was a pretty big deficiency in terms of the number and the quality of the home pages for each of the different processes within ServiceNow. And this team worked very hard with our other business units and with customers to come up with a standard set of visualizations, and it's completely revamped. So if you look at the incident management homepage, it's going to look, in terms of structure and visualization, remarkably similar to the change homepage, which will look similar to the problem homepage. So people can get used to the layout and where to consume the different pieces of information and then switch seamlessly between these different processes. But not only that, we've really tried to make the data on that page much more accessible. So instead of lots of pie charts, which within it's a kind of a running joke inside the analytics and reporting business unit that pie charts are really bad. Uh, people love them as a visualization, but in terms of what they tell you, it's not very deep and it's not very meaningful. So we're putting things on the home pages, or we have put things on the home pages like score widgets. How many incidents are open today? How many incidents are unassigned? Uh, some bar charts, uh, things that are really just going to help people take action. I think that's really what a meaningful report is about, is the information there going to help them to take the right action. And we think that these new revamped and expanded homepages are going to do just that. And you're taking away the pie slices. No, the pie charts are still there. <laughs> People can still eat pie as much as they want. As much as uh, they want. But but it's it's more about why you're using the pie and making sure that it is driving the outcome and the action that you're looking for. And as I said, you, you will still have that visualization, but we've probably replaced most of them with something that's a little bit more meaningful for driving action. Excellent. So that is the revamped homepages all coordinated among the different the different parts of the product. That's correct. And they're going to look 
very similar across the board yep. for each of those for each of those areas. Very quick to use. I love that. I think the second feature you wanted to talk about was responsive Canvas. Yes, the responsive. What is canvas. that? Oh, we're we're so excited. What about is this. that? <laughs> so the responsive Canvas is. Um, so first of all, the Canvas is available on the performance analytics dashboards. So in order to find the responsive Canvas, you have to go to the performance analytics application. Now, if you are running any version of performance analytics of Eureka or later, you have performance analytics, you have a standard version of performance analytics, it may need to be activated, but you have the ability to use this area of the ServiceNow platform. Um, but what the responsive canvas is, it's a way for you to be able to easily resize, drag and drop, set up really pretty dashboards, and you're not you're not boxed in by a specific column and page structure. You have the ability to really, you know, resize small score widgets up to one corner of the page, make map widgets as we're going to be talking about much larger on the screen and and really just gain control over the real estate in a way that you haven't had before. Now, a few things to think about with the responsive canvas. One, obviously I mentioned that these are performance analytics dashboards that you're working with, so they're not the traditional home pages. These are two separate constructs in, with respect to ServiceNow architecture. So that's something that you just need to be aware of. Second, even on a brand new Helsinki instance, we do not activate the responsive canvas by oh, default. Okay. So you will have to go into the plugins and you will have to turn, well, enable, activate the responsive canvas plugin in order to be able to... Um, to use the responsive canvas. Can an administrator do that? Can an admin do that? Absolutely. Excellent. And it, and it is the, it, the user who has rights to the plugins will be able to activate the responsive canvas. Excellent. Excellent. So that responsive canvas then is kind of giving you a more flexible page layout? Absolutely. So you can put things exactly where you want them yep. and are not forced into an artificial structure. You've got control over that page layout and can position things where where you exactly where you want them. Yes, exactly. So if, if people are familiar with the existing performance analytics dashboards, they know that we have things like two-column structure, three-column structure, a header and a footer. All that goes away with the responsive canvas. You you have complete control over the page and the real estate and the layout of the widgets. Like being an artist. Like being with an your artist. canvas. Yes. That's perfect. That you can put pie charts on if you really want. If so. you really want. <laughs> that you can do what you want. Exactly. That's what we do. We make it so you can do what you want. I think the next new feature you wanted to talk about was there are new visualizations. Yes, we do have some very exciting new visualization. The biggest one that we have is the map widget. And uh, the map widget is completely integrated into the platform, and it allows you to start looking at things like incident by location or problem by location. And that gets plotted on a map. And it can be a world map. It can be a US map. And there's lots of drill down. So for example, if you have a map of the United States, and that's your starting point, and you plot the number of open incidents across the different states, the states themselves function like a heat map. So the ones that have, the states that have the most open incidents will appear a darker color than the states that don't. So you've got an immediate visualization on where your hotspots are geographically. And this is one of those things that's very difficult about a podcast when talking about reporting and visualization. I know. It's a, <laughs> we, we, we talked about this before we started recording. Reporting and performance analytics is so visual. Yeah. And so we have to somehow talk about it in a way that gives people yeah. the visuals it, it, through exactly. listening. And here I am. I'm gesturing wildly with my hands about. <laughs> he is. He is gesturing wildly. Yes. He's getting his point across. Now, do these, do these maps, are they using Google Maps? 
they are using they're using a, a visualization that's called high charts but there's all sorts of different maps included with high okay. charts so i can start at the world level and i can drill down to a number of different countries and let's say that i'm in the united states i can drill down into individual states even and see even a county map down at that level so i can actually get fairly deep yeah. and find the the hot spots especially if i have a geographically dispersed plants um, or, or different sites and cities, I can actually see that and get an immediate indication of where my problem areas are geographically. If there's a power outage somewhere, yep. or that's going to really show yep. in this kind of a visualization as a, as a bad hotspot. Yes, exactly. That's, exactly. Fan, that's fantastic. That's yep. going to be really useful. Okay, I think the last exciting new Helsinki feature that you definitely wanted to talk about today was the Record Watcher widget. Yes. And I'm stealing a little bit of the platform folks thunder because this That's is really- That's okay. You go right ahead, Heath. Go <laughs> right is, ahead. This is really a platform feature, but it has a very distinct impact on reporting. Those of you familiar with the home pages, when you wanted to get new information, you either had to click the refresh button or you set up automatic refreshing once every five minutes, once every 30 minutes, whatever that happened to be. And um, then all thousand people in your organization did the same thing and everybody's going back to the, the tables very, very frequently. Well, they actually decided to reverse that process. And what I mean by that is that every time that you do a refresh, that's a poll. You are pulling from the server. The record watcher is something that they built that, did, that does a push. So now the record watcher monitors the changes in a particular table. It knows who is subscribed to that particular table in terms of queries and everything else. And now those specific people, or those specific workstations can be notified that this change has happened. This is awesome for us in reporting because think about it. You've, you've seen those monitors out there where there's scores on, on the page and people are looking at it. And all of a sudden one of them just ticks up automatically. That's basically what the record watcher does for us in the real-time score widget is it says, I can I can keep my eye if I'm sitting in a service desk on a TV monitor, and the next time that a ticket comes in that's unassigned, if I have a new high priority or critical priority incident that comes through, it'll automatically tick up one on the screen, and then I know that I have work that I, I need to go do. And like I said, it's very efficient on the back end because it's a push technology. The information is only going to the people who are subscribing to it. It's not everybody coming back every five minutes trying to find the latest piece of information. And I'm guessing that's going to help performance. It is going quite to quite a bit. We, we think it's going to help performance significantly yeah. because push gen tends to be far more efficient than pull. And that that refresh, especially when it was set too often, yep, was was quite problematic. It was. Yeah. And, it, and if you think about all the different widgets that you might have on a homepage, that each one of them needs to refresh. And if those are based off of reports that have really slow and long queries, you know, this is it, it's going to be so much better in terms of performance. That's fantastic. Now, we always like to talk about the underdog feature yep. as the feature that people might not think about, might not know about, but should use. Do you feel like one of these four features is an underdog feature or is there another one out there you want to classify as the underdog? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to classify responsive canvas as the underdog right now. And the reason is that it's not activated by default. Yeah. So you really have to go out and search it and make sure that you know how to activate it. And uh, one, other, uh, one other point with the responsive canvas, after you activate the plugin, all the new dashboards that you create 
are you going to use the responsive canvas? You can't, you're not going to go back to the old way after you activate the new way. So just be careful with that one. But just the fact that we have not enabled it by default, I think really makes that one the underdog at this point. But definitely check it out. Yeah, take that extra step and yes. go activate it mm -hmm. and, and play around with yep. it. So I want to talk a little bit, as we said at the beginning, about K-16. Yes. And what kind of questions were you getting from people? What kind of responses? You know, any sort of little recap for us about how people are using reporting and what they're doing with it and, and what they're most excited about. Yeah, no, K-16, it was such, it was such an amazing conference. And we had, I think, uh, over 11,000 people attend the conference. And I know that my days are very long and very busy meeting with many of you who are probably listening to this podcast. Uh, we were focusing specifically on reporting and performance analytics. And really the theme of the, con of the conference and what we were communicating and the questions that were coming back was about creating meaningful reports. And what is a meaningful report? What are some signatures of a meaningful report? And how do you execute that with your organization? There were a few specific sessions on eliminating Excel and PowerPoint, which is something that we absolutely want to do. Yay! <laughs> yes. No Excel. <laughs> I um, I did a customer panel at K16, and, and the title was something like, Killing Manual Reporting and Excel and PowerPoint in Your Organization. And when I announced the title of the panel, pretty much the entire audience cheered, just, oh, just like you did. see? <laughs> The, the feeling is common, right? It is. But but how do you get there? Because Excel is something that people are familiar with. They're always going to revert to it. And the point is we have to create reports that, that really speak to people in the language that they understand so that they want to use the reports in platform instead of exporting the data to Excel and getting into that comfort zone that they're used to. And especially on this customer panel, when we talk about meaningful reports, it is reports that drive action. I mean, don't just create reports for reports' sake. Make sure that they're the people who are consuming it can do something with it. Tell a story with your data. What are your business outcomes and what are you trying to drive people to do? And most importantly, make sure that people are taking action and that you have the governance behind the reports as well. So when somebody sees something in a report, in a dashboard and what's being displayed, they know what actions they need to take in order to drive the outcomes that they're looking for. That to me was really the big theme of the conference around reporting. And I really encourage everybody out there to say, how do we create reports that drive action as opposed just to creating reports for data? Was there also talk of, of how to manage the process of creating reports at different levels of detail for different people in the organization and how to manage that without just proliferation of reports. <laughs> how do you yes. handle the different audiences? Yes. And that's, for me and the people that I talk to, it's always about coming back to your stakeholders and understanding what is going to motivate your stakeholders in a meaningful way and not being afraid to ask them questions. What are your business outcomes? What data would be most important for you to see in order to drive those business outcomes? And let's give you some, you know, a first pass. These are the things that are the most important. And then tweaking your reports. Don't just create a report for an audience and then leave it there and expect them to use that for the next 12 months, 24 months, however long it is, because their data needs are going to change. So think of reporting 
in itself as a continual service improvement cycle because they're going to see what works for them and what doesn't. And then you should go back and help them redraft, modify, do what needs to be done. Again, in that language that they understand, because what a an executive wants to see out of a report is different than what a process owner wants to see, which is different from what a, a worker wants to see. So that's, I think that's a very important statement that you had there. Yeah, it's it's reports. It's not just reports. It's meaningful reports. Yep. And then it's even within an area like change management, it's yep. meaningful reports for all the different groups of people that care about change management. Yep. And, and the beauty of this is by keeping everything in platform and not exporting to Excel, you've got a single source of data. You've got a single source of truth that everybody is working from. And that's also going to immediately drive alignment in your organization because people don't have their spreadsheets going around and arguing, well, my data are correct. No, my data are, I mean, we, we've all been in those kinds of situations. And the data makes it be objective and we remove the emotion out of it at the same time. Everybody's working off the same data set. Yeah, that's great. Um, you have worked tirelessly for reporting and performance analytics to create and be involved with a lot of different resources for people. So yep. not only were you present at K-16 and talking to people, but if someone couldn't get there, there is a veritable plethora of resources that you have not only created, but you're but you're maintaining and updating. So yes. how can we point people to all the different places where they can get different information uh, in different formats? Yeah, about no, reporting and performance analytics. There, there's so much out there, and we are going to continue to drive that as well. Uh, first place is always your ServiceNow account team. Always reach out to them. They're going to have the best information and information that's tailored and specific to you. So don't underestimate the value of your account team. But apart from that, if you think about some of the other resources that are available, especially around responsive Canvas, I created a series of quick videos on demo now. So if you go out to the www.servicenow.com website and you look at the reporting and performance analytics areas, you can request a demo and you will be able to see those videos. And that's responsive Canvas in action, and that's in motion, yes. in front of your eyes. Yes. There's one that is navigating the responsive Canvas, and there's a second one that is is putting widgets on the responsive Canvas. And, and apart from Demo Now, there's another great source of information, and that's Now Support. And we are working with the team to create a whole series of updated videos on Helsinki and more polished videos on the creation of widgets for the responsive canvas and working with the responsive canvas. And those should be coming out very, very shortly. I always encourage everybody to go to the community. There's a dedicated space for performance analytics. And even though it's labeled performance analytics, it's also clearinghouse for reporting at the same time. We have a, a single blog entry right now on Helsinki and all the new features for reporting and performance analytics on Helsinki. And that's going to be our collector article for the next six weeks or so on content that we're going to be coming out with in the blog series. So each week you should see one to two additional blogs, which will give you information about reporting and or performance analytics. So you can stay in tune. And it's not just going to be me, it's also going to be the product managers inside the analytics and reporting business unit. And you'll be able to interact with them and provide your feedback. And, and who knows, if you have a, a really great idea about a feature and post it out there, you may see it show up in the roadmap at some point. That's a very active corner of the community is the is. reporting and performance analytics gang. There's a lot of talk between ServiceNow employees, customers, partners. It, it's a yep. very active group there on the community. We also want to mention the 
product documentation yep. at docs.servicenow.com. Absolutely. Those have a brand new Helsinki section, and that's where there's also going to be the product documentation for these new Helsinki features in reporting and in performance analytics both. So that's all been that's updated right. as well. Yes, it has been. Yeah. That's a lot of resources. Thank you, Eve. That's great. <laughs> We're trying. <laughs> That's great. Well, I want to thank you very much for coming back for a return visit. Like I said, you are our first boomerang <laughs> guest. You have come back to us, and it's because people really want to hear this information. Oh, it's, so it's, it's my pleasure, and uh, I'm happy to come back anytime that you would like me to to talk about reporting and or performance analytics. Thank you so much. This has been another episode of ServiceNow Tech Bytes. Thank you.